0: My it a surprise,
1: it will like. Hello, and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. My name is Michael, and I'm joined by Kaylee. Hello! And this week, we'll be talking about a creature that strikes fear into the hearts of men and beasts alike. It can kill you in a bunch of ways, from biting you to poisoning you. It can spit highly corrosive acid, or it can just electrocute you to death.
0: I still have no idea what this is. You have not told me yet.
1: It's a worm. It's a big red worm.
0: Oh, sick.
1: It's the Mongolian debt worm.
0: <gasps> this was in SpongeBob, wasn't it?
1: No, that was the Alaskan bullworm. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Funny enough, I know a man who is constantly off his head on drugs who goes by Alaskan bullworm. Like the, he, <laughs> because the, he, of SpongeBob? He, like. No, no, I I don't know. I think someone told him it was some kind of, like, tequila worm.
0: Ugh, that's... Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he goes by that name. But, uh, as always, guys, you can always send in topics for us to cover, or sightings or encounters you've had, and anything else you think that we might find cool, over on Twitter at ParanormalHL, or you can email us at ParanormalHotlinePodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. also we have a new Patreon member Julia so thank you so much Julia and it really means a lot to us anyway, if anyone else would like to support us you can do so at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline but uh, yeah Julia is getting out of discord and stuff now so that's going to be fun
0: yes the discord
1: <laughs> but dude you recently watched Tremors right?
0: I did actually yeah
1: it's a movie series I love and I've been watching them since I was a kid and I did a rewatch recently of all of them because there's like 7 or 8 now
0: yeah, I've only seen the first and that's one. <laughs> not count the t-
1: that's not even counting the TV show. God damn. It's, it's fantastic, like the entire premise of it is great, but the movies after the third one are not so great. And even <laughs> the third one is just like, I'm only watching it because of the worm.
0: I enjoyed the first one, but I've definitely had like an eight-legged freaks vibe about it.
1: You should watch the second one. It's definitely a lot funnier and the creatures just get weirder and weirder. Like <laughs> the third one is when they bring in the ass blasters.
0: Oh, sweet. Is this, does it all take place in the one area?
1: uh yes i would not live there three of them take place in the one area the fort one takes place in that area during cowboy times cowboy times then it goes mexico africa antarctica and then an island just full of like little two-legged ones but it's like it's something like pop culture that i really like is tremors because i just like the idea of these giant underground worms bur like burrowing towards people yeah i didn't think it would be as
0: scary as it was but it was really scary in that film like terrifying concept. Tense. Yeah.
1: Another movie that had a weirdly big influence on the Mongolian dead worm was Dune. Yeah. Have you seen the new one?
0: Dune? No, I haven't seen the new one yet.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll be mentioning something from that and I'll explain it as I go, but it's not like plot related or anything. Yeah, no worries. But the Mongolian dead worm is something that like <laughs> I've heard about and you've heard about it too. Like it, the Alaskan bullworm is basically meant to be like in SpongeBob it's basically meant to be like the, the Mongolian,
0: Mongolian deathworm. Oh, okay, Mongolian deathworm. No, I, I didn't know that is was actually a thing. I, I just knew the SpongeBob rendition of it.
1: <laughs> One thing, actually, I know I keep going on about Tremors, but you know, in SpongeBob, when they kill that by driving it off a cliff. Yeah. Is that not how it ends yeah, in Tremors? It
0: is definitely.
1: <laughs> but um, like because of watching all those movies, I've had killer worms on the brain. Thankfully, not literally. But um, ew, you have killer worm brains.
0: In, You've got killer brain worms. Yeah.
1: So I started looking into worm cryptids, and that brought me to the Mongolian deadworm. But weirdly enough, there's actually a few. <laughs> but the Mongolian deadworm is the only one whose name I could pronounce.
0: This is really funny. So there's more than one giant killer worm
1: there's one that lives in a lake in like Norway or something and the story behind it was a girl was told if she puts a ring in a chest and then puts a snake on top of it the ring will grow and she forgot about it and came back a few months later and the snake had gotten bigger instead and it was so big it was about to break out of the box so she just yeets the box into a lake
0: oh so that's a snake not a worm
1: though uh, it becomes a worm basically because it lives in the water and it gets really soggy
0: (laughs) Like a baguette,
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but uh, just to give you like an idea of what the Mongolian deadworm is, it's basically a worm, a giant <laughs> red worm. Now it does have a Mongolian name, but again, I would butcher it so badly it's not worth trying because I did. practice trying to say it. Would you?
0: You know the way? You know the way in tequila? You get like a worm at the end of the bottle.
1: Oh, you cannot do that with the Mongolian deadworm. Not a chance. Okay. And I'll get to why in a second. But, um, its name, its Mongolian name translates to cow intestine worm, because it looks like a giant cow intestine. But there are people living in and around the Gobi Desert that have a genuine fear of this thing. There's an entire life cycle mapped out, and there's been a bunch of expeditions looking for the creature, and they use some absolutely insane tactics to try and find it. But well, just to give you an idea of its backstory a bit, and what it looks like, and what it can do. So it came to attention in places like England and America like the western world in the late 20s. An explorer named Roy Andrews who was very highly thought of and even became the director of the American Museum of Natural History, he wrote a book called On the Trail of Ancient Man and this book was basically about the theory that humans came from Asia and spread around the world from there. Although now it's like Mostly accepted people came from Africa. Yeah,
0: everybody originated from Africa.
1: But while he was, like, researching for this book, he was going through Asia and, like, pretty much anywhere he could try and find, like, history of humanity. Yeah. And he got to the Gobi Desert. And he was talking to some Mongolians. He was talking to some locals and kept hearing stories about a creature in the desert that was incredibly deadly to anyone or anything you came across. He even got a description of the creature from the Prime Minister of Mongolia, who said it was about two feet long and had no head or legs, and it was so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. So okay. like he gave it a great description, but he also described it as looking like a sausage, which kind of kills <laughs> the mood a bit.
0: I mean, like, he's not wrong. But 2 feet but, is not that long. I was expecting like two
1: Well, feet the thing, description two feet he gave, but there was other like descriptions given that said it goes up to 6 feet.
0: Okay. That's still not much. Which massive. is a bit scarier. I mean, is it is it how thick is it?
1: How what what are we talking about girth here? Apparently it's girthy, like it's about as thick as a human leg if it's 6 feet.
0: Uh, that's not that bad though. There's bigger snakes uh, in the world. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah, but they can't do what the Mongolian Debt Worm. This thing lives up to the name deadworm. Worm.
0: Please tell me, like, flies or something. (laughs) It just flaps either side of its worm.
1: One uh, one of the worms I found about is a flying worm in, like, some place in America that has tree jaws and it has its eye inside its mouth and it flies around and attacks (laughs) people.
0: (laughs) I want to hear about that worm. (laughs)
1: there wasn't much on it it was just reported twice and then people were like those people were clearly mental let's forget about it and never mention it again yeah
0: but it's weird that it happened twice right
1: <laughs> if I had a nickel for every tree jawed one <laughs> worm that attacked me I'd have two I'd nickels. only have two but it'd still be weird
0: it's still weird that it happened twice
1: But like, yeah, there's been no specimens found. There's not even been any pictures taken of the worm. At least not that we know of. But I'll get to that in a second. Um, I can kind of understand why nobody has found it, though. It's meant to be like, on average, two feet, like 60 centimeters long. And the Gobi Desert is 1.3 million square kilometers. Jesus. Okay. So, and the creature itself is meant to be pretty rare. So like, it's going to be hard to find. Does it like live
0: in the sand?
1: yes okay so it lives underground although it does apparently come up to the surface in June and July when it's wetter like as wet as you can get in a desert <laughs> but like like I don't like the idea of a worm that can get to 6 feet long and do the shit this thing can
0: what's it do like, what you can see, I haven't actually said anything do? you just said it's yeah. a big worm so far
1: it has an insane amount of powers for an 80-bitty worm okay So it's extremely venomous to the point that if you touch off it, it'll pretty much you'll have time to realize you're in pain right as you die. Oh god. It can electrocute you like an electric eel, which by the way, I was watching videos on electric eels to get a better idea of how dangerous a shock off one of these things could be, Yeah. and it just totally reaffirmed my aggressive hatred of things that live in the ocean. (laughs) And now, because of the Mongolian deadworm, I also hate things that live in the opposite of water, sand.
0: You hate sand.
1: You don't even have you don't even have it's rough, it's coarse and <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> you don't even have to touch the dead worm to die. It can spit extremely corrosive venom at you. What that can burn through skin and clothing? And since the worms are down low, it lame for the ankles, so you can't oh. run away. What? But I know what you're thinking here now. Why would a worm <laughs> need to hunt something as big as a person? Or apparently their favourite food, camel.
0: Yeah, I was thinking there's like there's mammals in the deserts
1: yeah there's mice and lizards and shit it could eat yeah well it's apparently the reason it goes for like larger creatures like humans and horse and camels is because once it like they're down and it attacks the throat and the body to kill them. It crawls inside to lay its eggs so the baby worms can eat their way out. It's gross as hell. Like they're, the literal only reason for them to hunt large things is to lay on holy spawn in the carcass. I'm pretty sure this is where Alien came from. With the corrosive acid and yeah. <laughs> impregnating.
0: Man, you keep just telling me about these horrible cryptids from around the world that keep going inside of human bodies. <laughs> and I hate it. Like what? Like the fucking Kappa.
1: The kappa doesn't go into your body. It you takes stuff out of your butt. Yeah, but, but it has to
0: go in there to get it out. But stuff comes out of your butt every day. Yeah, but I don't reach in and pull it out.
1: <laughs> You've never been constipated.
0: <laughs>
1: Do you watch Survivor? No. Uh, there's a woman in one season called Shambo, who you would absolutely love. And uh, she was told one day, like, she was so backed up. They were talking about taking her out of the game and sending her to hospital and she was like is there anything i could do and the guy like the medic just goes i do know you could take a stick and go into the woods and like scrape it out and she's like i'll be back in Jesus five minutes
0: christ oh my god that's awful
1: she stayed in the game that's bad but yeah like these worms will just crawl inside things that it's killed stop sending me mongolian dead porn
0: <laughs> there's so much of it i can't believe how much i'm finding <laughs> Why is this a trend?
1: (laughs) Stop sending me this. (laughs) Oh, I like that one. (laughs) But anyway, uh, like I said, they only usually come out in June, July when it's not as dry, but they don't really seem to need that much moisture. And this is kind of unusual for worms, but it's not unheard of. There are sandworms in some countries like Australia, because of course it's Australia. Yeah. And basically they can grow up to six feet long as well. These are actual sandworms that can do this so it doesn't rule out that like it's a good evidence that the mongolian worm isn't just fabricated or like
0: it could have existed back in the 20s and gone extinct
1: well see th- there's been a lot of expeditions since the 20s when i was reading about people who've gone looking for it trying to find it during these exp- the expeditions i found some things that just need to be talked about
0: okay sweet. so you
1: said you haven't seen dune and if you or anyone listening haven't seen it, they'll most likely still recognize the giant sandworms in it. Like, there seem to be, like, in every poster, even the old ones, all had the giant sandworm. I don't remember that. What?
0: No, I, I really don't know <laughs> anything about
1: Dune at all. Look up Dune. Any poster will have the giant sandworm.
0: There's no sandworm in any of these. Oh, wait, there's one. Jesus, that's big. That's kind of like the one from SpongeBob.
1: It is. That's what the one in SpongeBob is based on. There's a thing in the. So, when you're crossing the sand in the movie Dune, you have to, like, walk irregularly because if they hear repeated patterns on the ground, they'll come and eat you. Kind of like in Tremors. Oh, okay. So, what this guy who was on an expedition in. Sorry, it was in the 90s. Now, his name was Ivan. He was a cryptozoologist. He was Czech. And he had the idea that since the worms traveled underground, And I don't know how they forgot to mention this earlier, actually, because we're talking about Tremors. But you know when Tremors, when the worms are moving, you see like the dirt moving above them? Yeah. That's how the Mongolian dead worms hunt. Jesus. But he was like, okay, these things are clearly listening to vibrations in the ground. If they're traveling, They they have no eyes. They have no head. They just have a mouth on one end. So he decided to make a thumper out of dune. Now what a thumper is, is basically a pipe with a piston inside of it that just constantly hits the ground and makes noise. So he built these weird dune contraptions and put them all over the desert that he could get to. And was just like, if there's anything in this desert, this will definitely draw it out. Nothing happened. (laughs) But I just love that he was like, okay, how do we find these worms? Sci-fi, sci-fi is the answer here.
0: So these are very professional exhibitions. he was
1: a cryptozoologist that means he's we're technically cryptozoologists no
0: I mean we've never gone hunting a cryptid have we not yet
1: (laughs) we've gone out in Dublin (laughs) but yeah there's been expeditions to find the Mongolian deadworm as recently as 2013 and I I got really excited for a minute because I found out about one that was done in 2009 by TV3 (laughs) <laughs> and I was like there's no way and I looked into it and the guy who made um, have you seen Dark Tourist on Netflix
0: yes I have
1: the guy who made that went out into the Kobe Desert to find the Mongolian Deathworm. what it turns out the TV tree was the New Zealand version <laughs> but um, they sent him out to the desert and he went looking for the Mongolian Deathworm and he like left cameras overnight and everything to try and find it did he find anything no but do you know who's apparently did find something the Russian government apparently they, <laughs> I was I not know.
0: expecting that
1: and like the, I think it was the 70s or 80s they said that they found one and they like sent it back to some Russian archive museum thing and it just got misplaced and no one knows where the oh, hell it is oh
0: come on jeez
1: <laughs> yeah the Mongolian Deadworm like with all the weird cool stuff it can do uh, like it's one of the few cryptids I hope is real but if it is I don't want one within a thousand miles of me I
0: don't know it's kind of cool I definitely wouldn't want to go near it but maybe looking oh, well, at behind the pane of glass well if it the up against
1: you you get blood filled oh I, did, I didn't tell you about one of the mental things that happened when the guys that went looking for this <laughs> what happened? it's absolutely brilliant basically um, he was talking to some guy and he was getting a description of the worm that the man had saw because a bunch of people claim to have seen these and when asked for a description they all gave pretty much similar like descriptions it is a worm after all yeah yeah But they all do mention that it is bright red like that's why it's called in Mongolian the cow's intestine because it looks like an intestine it's all red. But um, he was talking to one and he was talking to when the man went off to do something and he left the like explorer with the wife. Yeah, and the wife started saying to him I sense death in your journey you need to stop and he was like what? she's like I sense death he's like okay look I'm tired can I go to sleep and she was like you can stay in this yurt <laughs> and he said uh, he woke up in the middle of the night to find blood filled like boils all over his back oh my god and apparently he once said to him and she was like the worms were underneath you last night that's uh, like the venom that's doing that to you and he was just like I, I didn't sleep on the ground.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> no, don't like that.
1: Because <laughs> if they rub up... Like, supposedly, like, they would be so poisonous they even threw the ground, just the, like... T- toxicity coming off of them was enough to poison him a bit. Jeez. When I was going through this though, it was a lot of stuff about people who live in like isolated villages believe in it, whereas people in like massive cities in Mongolia, it would be like, I didn't even know that was a thing, what are you on about?
0: And are there many like reported sightings of it?
1: Pretty much every village. Wow. Okay. That's
0: but crazy But the problem
1: there the problem there you see is that there are other creatures in the desert and if the worm isn't real, what could it be? and the common theory is that it's a sand boa and when some people who claim to have seen the worm were shown a sand boa that was killed like the people didn't say hey look at this sand boa they were like we killed this thing in the desert and they were all like oh that's the Mongolian death worm oh. and the people that like were showing them the snake expected them to say this because they had even said that like we don't really trust their testimony we kind of think they're just after a bit of attention <laughs> so when these guys were like okay we'll just show them this snake and see what they say and they were all like that's the dead worm
0: what was the snake called i'm gonna google it
1: a sand boa they're actually kind of cute
0: oh they are cute it's just a snake then it's not right at all
1: yeah that's why they were like yeah we don't believe it these people of a
0: derpy looking face though hold on let me send you a picture of the snake's face <laughs> it's like a worm <laughs> with a frog's head <laughs>
1: i was i was thinking it looks like it has a duck's bill but yeah i can totally see a frog <laughs> and right above that frog i can see a mongolian dead worm with like triple g tits <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but yeah i just love the idea that there's this thing like there's this worm. okay i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> a picture of the sand boa just came up on google for me and i need to show you oh this. my god
0: is it this one? Oh my god please tell me it's this one <laughs>
1: Oh, no, that's not it. Is this one?
0: <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts from laughing at its face. It looks like if somebody <laughs> guessed what a snake looks like, <laughs> like from
1: memory. It looks like it, it looks like if you got like a four year old to draw a snake and <laughs> yeah. made it real. <laughs> it looks so. stupid I have to be honest. If I if someone said to me I'd killed the Mongolian worm and they showed me that, I'd punch them in the face. <laughs>
0: Uh, I also found this recipe for roasted Mongolian deathworm.
1: Okay, what's the best ingredient in there? Spaghetti. <laughs> this this link says eat the dead. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I kind of want one of these worms as a pet, but I'd like be terrified it would get out one day and just kill me. God,
0: no, I wouldn't want any of this near me. The snake? I, I yeah, a, I'm, I'm, I'm partially convinced to buy a snake now because that snake is adorable. Derpy <laughs> that little, is not adorable. Derpy little snake.
1: That's the dumbest looking animal I've ever seen. It
0: literally looks like a noodle with googly eyes on it.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> I think they're dead. I think they are venomous. Oh no, it's a boa. Yeah. It seems like this worm is just overkill. If you touch it, you get electrocuted. Instant death by poison. Yeah, I mean it, it seems turn like around, it's spit like a bit acid in your face. Yeah.
0: I mean, has there ever been any recorded deaths from one?
1: Uh mm yes and no like a lot of people have found fucked up bodies near the, like the edge of the desert of camels like the camel one is I think I can explain that like I think I have an idea I didn't read this anywhere but it sounds like it's possible yeah is do you know where bodies bloat when they die
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: uh, I mean, camel like stomach that, yeah. bloated exploded and people were just like something burst out of it yeah it's not impossible for the same thing to happen to a person
0: yeah that's true I mean I don't know I don't know it's just weird what do you think you've, you've been you've been researching it you think it's real
1: I don't know because there's a lot about the Mongolian dead worm that's either hearsay or it's taught to be just pure bullshit yeah but there's been stories oh. in the region about the worm for a good few hundred years and I mean the platypus exists
0: <laughs> yeah they have the platypus so an electric venomous
1: worm isn't out of the question <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like the platypus was only found like what 80 years ago
0: yeah, and when they wrote about it, uh, most people didn't believe it was real. Because it's like a toxic <laughs> mammal that lays eggs and has a duck beak. I can understand why yeah, no the- one would under- well, no <laughs> one would believe that.
1: Like When you describe the platypus like that, an electric venomous worm isn't out of the question. I mean, we have electric yields. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Could be just going extinct. I mean,
1: yeah. And, like, it's going extinct. It's not super big. And it's in an area that's, like... <laughs> constantly shifting changing like the entire area i want it to be real i want it to be i want the world to be that little bit more terrifying
0: all i'm getting from this is that we should do a cryptid hunt (laughs) let's go full mountain monsters and go and try and find the cryptid
1: what i was thinking earlier is like people are kind of like oh that's ridiculous these are just folk tales and stuff like nobody's actually seen the mongolian deadworm yeah but like we know people, we know people in our families each that have said, oh, I've seen like the Banshee or I've heard the Banshee yeah. or I've seen the like, what was it? The dog?
0: Uh, Shook, the black dog Shook.
1: Sorry, I was thinking of the one from Harry Potter and I was like, the Grim." that's not it, right. It is
0: the Grim as well. You can be called the Grim.
1: It's one of those things where like we, ha- we know people in our lives who are like, I've seen the Banshee, I've heard the Banshee and we're just like, these stupid people and they're worms.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> But like when someone says they see the banshee, you're gonna just take it with a pinch of salt as well, you know?
1: Yeah, till one of their family members drops dead. Yeah, the that's day. the scary
0: part. Whenever someone says they've heard the banshee.
1: Although, have you ever heard someone say that they heard the banshee before a family member died?
0: No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't know anyone who's heard the banshee in recent years, though. Only like fifty years ago or something like that.
1: Sorry. You're right. I tried to take a drink of water and it went down the wrong way
0: die bitch
1: I hear screaming (laughs) it's the Banshee (laughs) but yeah what about you if I convinced you of the Mongolian dead worm?
0: you know I'm kind of still like there's like a maybe 5% chance there's something even that's a bit high a bit lower than that maybe like 3 2% you know what I
1: just thought of that kind of ruins it for me what if this thing existed there's no way we wouldn't have eaten it yet like, if we eat fucking, like, puffer fish and humans as a species eat everything they can get their hands on.
0: Yeah, because food is good.
1: I was just thinking of the thing. It was like, God bless the man who discovered which fungus was edible. It was like, this one's good. This one made Brian see for a God for a week. This one's bad. But yeah, guys, there's not a whole lot on the Mongolian deadworm, Worm. Like I said, that isn't kind of hearsay or more than likely it's definitely bullshit.
0: definitely influenced a lot of culture, though, you know?
1: See, that's just it. I don't know if... Dune was in any way influenced actually yeah I don't know if Dune was in any way influenced by the Mongolian Deadworm, and I highly doubt Tremors was because I know a lot about that movie and it was originally named Landsharks
0: <laughs> okay fair but, so you um, think they just came up with these concepts separate because t- there's like there's like sandworms are in other pop culture too like Beetlejuice has them and I know a few other things about doesn't sand- sandworms.
1: Yeah, the one in Beetlejuice is a reference to Dune though
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and SpongeBob and stuff. I mean, they're probably all references to Dune. Yeah, because Dune
1: is like one of those pillars of sci fi. Yeah, yeah. But there is something that was influenced by this, actually. So, the original man I was talking about earlier, Roy Andrews, um, he influenced a few things, because on that expedition where he first heard about the Mongolian Worm that's where they found the first ever preserved dinosaur eggs. Oh, really? And that's he's cool. also believed to be the inspiration for Indiana Jones. Ah. although apparently there's been like a few people who were like i was the inspiration for indiana jones and lucas and all of them were like no it was a composite of a few people do
0: you think the first person who ever found preserved dinosaur eggs was like
1: i wonder if i can hatch these <laughs> i'm just thinking I with him like standing in a fire trying to be the fucking khaleesi if i found a dinosaur egg i'd definitely try and hatch it i'd put it in a microwave or something and see if i could bring it back to life
0: put it in a microwave no i can picture you sitting on it like a hen <laughs>
1: yeah I, I would do that i just get like do you know those big round dog bits yeah
0: <laughs> you just sit in it playing Halo and <laughs> sitting, yeah, sitting on your playing egg
1: yeah sitting on my egg <laughs> did you ever get those toys as a kid the like dinosaur eggs they were fucking massive like these things were about the size of a two liter bottle no I got one when I was young and I didn't know because my dad had ripped off the label he thought he was being funny he was like I found a dinosaur egg you can have Oh god. And when you, you open it jug. inside there was all like sweets and stuff inside? Yeah. I had it for about five I had it for about five minutes and I dropped it. And I was like emotionally destroyed because I thought I'd <laughs> killed this one like the only dinosaur
0: my god so then, the moral of the story is you should not be given dinosaur eggs to sit on
1: <laughs> well to be fair I did eat like the sweets when I like went to lift up the egg and I was like oh thank god
0: you'd eaten the world the world's saddest omelette as you crack your dinosaur egg into a pan
1: it'd be like do you know in Simpsons when he accidentally boils his lobster, lobster. when he's trying to give it a bat and yeah. he's just crying while he's eating it that's me the fucking <laughs> that's egg. you
0: eating an omelette <laughs> yep that's exactly it
1: Rexy would have wanted it this way <laughs>
0: It's so dumb how did we go from worms to you mourning a dinosaur
1: <laughs> but yeah guys hopefully you enjoyed that and that's all for this week and again guys if you ever want to like have a talk to- if you ever want us to cover a topic or like just tell us about an encounter or sighting of any creature you had you can always email us or message us on twitter or if you're a member of our patreon you can just message us on discord but yeah. matter, have
0: a good week bye, bye. guys